You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Bellwether's podcast. We are back with a new episode this week, and we have Samuel Exposula all the way from California with us on this podcast. He is the founder and director of Bridge Music India. Uh, Bridge Music India is a it's a movement. It's uh, they they release different songs. So if you're from India, you probably don't need an introduction about bridge music, but for all others, it's, it's something that is different that they make the most, I, I would say the best songs uh, right now in India. And they are doing some crazy stuff with songwriting camps and crazy, amazing stuff. And we have the founder and director of the same over here with us. So Sam, thank you so much for doing this. Welcome to Bill with this podcast. Hey, thank you, Matthew, for having me here. It's just absolute honor. I am so looking forward to this and um, I just love talking into people's lives and every opportunity um, is is an opportunity to lead people into an encounter with God. And um, that's what all our ministries are for, right? And uh, I Definitely. hope this podcast will lead people in, into an encounter with Jesus. Definitely. I hope so as well. So uh, do you mind telling about Bridge Music in a very small nutshell way so that, you know, we, uh, people who don't know about Bridge Music can know about that? Absolutely. So um, we first started as a band called Last Bridge. Uh, we started 10 years ago. And, you know, a lot of times people hear about Bridge Music and they think, oh, they just got famous just like that. And I'm like, well, not really. We got, we had 10 to 12 years of history of not doing anything or doing anything, doing everything and not being anything or not uh, nobody knowing us or anything. And that's fine. You know, I think every David has to go through a season of um, singing in the backyards and uh, to the sheep and when nobody's watching them and stuff like that. Um, But not, I think four years, three, three years ago, uh, I was in California here. And God brings me here to speak to me, literally from all the busyness, from everything that's going on in India. God says, I want you to take a break, go. And um, I I come here and God starts to give me this vision of finding the Davids of this generation. What do do I mean by that? Um, There's so many people who have, who has an amazing heart of worship. Like there are so many Davids in this generation that are hidden uh, that are not seen, that are not heard. And, and I felt like God just give me, hey, I, I want you to go and pick these Davids and start something with them. And and I had no idea. I just knew I had to do something. And um, sure enough, um, I came back to India again and I told this to my friends and uh, my band members. And, and I feel like, I, I told them, I feel like God is doing something bigger than who we are. Um, and uh, I don't know what it is going to look like. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I want to take a step of faith. And and one thing that God uh, said is, do it as if you do it unto me, which means if God is here, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do the best I can to, to honor him. Right. And, and I felt like God say, I want you to honor these Davids with the best you can. That means I don't, um, you know, so I came up with this crazy uh, budget we've never thought of before. I'm like, there is no way in India, like we could pull something like this with this kind of budget. It's so expensive. And, and I, I was freaking out. I'm like, but God, 
if I'm not scared of something, how do I know it's big? How do I know it's you? So we were just taking steps of faith. And there's so many people that was like, why would you want to spend so much on a, a, on a gospel music? Why would one, why would you want to spend so much money on something like this? You know, you should be spending so much. Maybe you could use that for, you know, doing something in the church or feeding poor people, orphanages. And I'm like, yeah, I think there's a lot of people doing that and that's fine. And, and I think it just felt like Mary breaking the alabaster jar at the feet of Jesus, right? She comes with the most expensive and she didn't put a price tag on it. She didn't go, oh, this is the most expensive. Maybe. And, and then you see this two kinds of people who are saying you're too much or you're too less which means uh, one is saying, oh, you could have given this to the poor. The other is saying, oh, you don't even worth it. You think, I, you think of yourself too high. So, there, so there's, there's this two voices always that I had to fight with. But, but I think when God gave me that vision, I just ran with it and God provided for it. And God did something that I knew that, you know, one thing I, I, I tell people is God can make anybody look good. So I was just somebody and then God just um, really used me. And, and I didn't even have that kind of a bigger vision. I, I was afraid. I was every day. I would, there was a season I would wake up with anxiety attacks and stuff like that. Just wondering if this is, if this is going to happen or am I going to be a joke? And God would speak to me. I was like, you know, if you're not foolish in the eyes of people, then you can't really follow me, Sam, because what you do to me will look like foolishness for people. And you see the life of David represents that. The life of David always represents, you know, he was so foolish in front of people, even though he's a king. And um, honestly, that's where the bridge music vision really started is, you know, it's not just picking new worship leaders People who are never, uh, people who are looking for opportunities, give them a platform and make them famous or, no, that's not, that's not the heart. The heart is people who has a heart of worship, people who are not doing it for fame, people who are doing it uh, absolutely from knowing God, people who are genuine, who are authentic. Um, and, and I felt like God, God said, pick them up and um, give them a platform and from there they will take care of it but I that's what that's how it started and uh, I hope it goes on and one other thing God said is you know it's just it was so powerful when he said that if in next five years if people in India don't make better songs than you Sam if people in India don't write better songs than you then you have failed because I am not, Bridge is not here to build a name. Bridge is here to build a culture. And that's a, little, that's a lot about Bridge music. I kind of like went all over the place. <laughs> I hope that's not too much. Yeah, but to wrap it up, that's, that's my point is, you know, Bridge is more than just writing songs. Bridge is more than writing, doing creativity. Yes, everybody is creative these days you know uh, if you look at the cool uh, cool is on the par right now it's 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 fleeting it's temporal um it's maxed out cool is maxed out today you know yeah. uh, but what is not maxed out is the holy spirit and the anointing that you and the relationship that you carry with jesus 
and um, I'm not going after being the coolest. You know, Bridge is not trying to be the coolest. Bridge is trying to make a way for others to shine. And um, we want to see more music. We want to see more uh, songs that reveal the father coming from India. India for so long has been a mission field, right? India has been, you know, so many people have come to India and sold into us uh, financially, spiritually, and in so many other ways, right? But it's time that India becomes a mission force. Um, it's time for India's voice to be heard. And I'm not saying this in a pride way. I feel like we have not believed in ourselves. So we we are always in this posture of like, give, give, give to us. And it's time that we change the perspective and learn know that there's a voice that God placed inside of us to give. And um, I pray that's that's the prayer that Bridge Music has. Bridge Music is not here to build a name. It's here to build a culture. No, I think that's great, you know, because that's something that you, I mean, you know, what you just said, like, you know, it's not about just making songs or making, you know, high-tech equipment and making videos with that or making like the top-notch things. Yeah, it's about building a culture. I mean, where, you know, everybody, you know, you, you need to, I mean, that's, that's the whole goal of leadership of how, you know, you guys, you view things, you know, it's about in a new way, it, uh, looking at it in a new day, in a different way. I think that's what matters the most. And, you know, what you guys doing is crazy, amazing. And, you know, it's, it's so beautiful what you guys are doing and why we see it, you know, we are so ha- I mean, you know, people are so happy with what you guys are doing. I mean, your songs have been, I think it's being played all around people all around. I think Indians all around the world. So it's just something that's what God has given you the gifting that the, the, the reach and the influence to reach to people and to inspire them to do the same. And I think, you know, it's not just within the five, I believe so, like, it's not just going to be the, the next five years that people are going to write new songs, but, you know, not just from India, but around from different parts of the world and to different parts, people are going to see, like, you know, you guys set a, a, an inspiration and a set a role model over there. And I think that's what is about to change the culture in India. So, and I just want to bring up that to my next uh, first question. So, you know, how, how has Bridge Music India been able to build a, uh, cultural change in the worship culture of, of the nation? That's a great question, Matthew. Um, I think for me, it's all about relationship, right? Um, a lot of people think collaboration is the key. A lot of people think featuring some artist is the key. For me, none of that matters. For me, relationship is the key, right? If you're not relational, then you can get anything done. And um, before we feature any artist, we get to know them. We get to know them, we do life with them. And um, we're not looking for perfect people. We're not looking for the best artist in the town. Uh, we're looking for people who has a heart of worship, people who genuinely love God, people who, who want, who has nothing to do with fame or anything as such, right? Um, so, building a relationship and doing things from a place of relationship. Nobody in bridge gets paid. Uh, we all do it from a place of relationship. And if, if we, in, we, if we generate income, we share it among ourselves. We bless our artists. We do all of that, uh, but they don't do it for that. We do it because we are relational. We understand each other. We love each other. And uh, even if, even if bridge music doesn't do well, our relationships will last forever. 
So it's not, Bridge is not building its culture around success or anything. Uh, it's, it's to grow in relationships and stuff like that, right? And uh, the second thing is, you know, one of the things that I, I intentionally had to set a foundation, how we write songs and um, is is the way we write our songs and the way we set a standard, you know, that's that that's the secondary, which is um, one of the, I think some, somebody who is a really famous uh, worship leader, you know, famous guy, um, he said, I think Sam, uh, you're doing a mistake because you don't want to spend so much money on a worship album like this because you don't get any returns. You know, people don't buy worship music in India. And I was like, who is asking it to buy? I want, I don't, I'm not doing this for money. Freely I receive, freely I give, right? So, yeah. but, but then um, here's the problem. I spoke and then this, uh, in the same week, I spoke to another Bollywood uh, composer and he listened to our music and he goes, man, this is, how did you guys do this? This is such cool quality. And he asked me, how much did you make? How, how much did it cost you to make this? And I told him a number and he said, are you serious? Because if, if, if this was in Bollywood, it would have costed 50 times more than what you're coding right now. So it's funny how we, the, the it's, it's crazy that we are so behind in terms of how we think our music is, right? Like for example, for some for some reason, Bollywood thinks that they can spend more money on music than the church thinks they should spend for Jesus. And I said, you know, I will not make money control my decision anymore. And that's where you see uh, the standard of quality and the and everything goes up for us. You know, we are not compromising. God has not called us to compromise. He's not an El Chipo. He's an El Shaddai, you know? And, and, and for me, I had to come to that uh, point where, you know, we are not going to compromise no matter what, uh, especially if it is money. You know, money is supposed to serve you. You're not supposed to serve money. You're not supposed to be controlled by money. And when people say this, it's like, oh, you can't serve money. No, but you are serving money if you let it control you. So I had a different revelation about how, you know, I had to go about uh, this whole thing because Sam, if you let money make decisions for you, then you are serving money. And I had to like take that limitation off from me and, we said we're gonna get the best of the best uh, that we can. I'm not saying go do. And most of the people, I'm like, but I don't have that kind of money. I, you don't have to do what you don't have. You don't have to give what you don't have, but give your best. That's what we at Bridge believe is: give your best, not give. Okay, in India we call this word jugard. <laughs> For for us, everything we wanna we wanna do jugard for everything, right? You know what jugard is? Jugard is a great word. It's called innovation. Nice. But then, it's like this: if I have a mic stand that I could go to uh, a, a a music store and buy a mic stand, I could buy a mic stand for like twenty dollars or two thousand rupees. I could go and buy a mic stand for that money. But 
you know what i'm thinking i'll save money i'll try to come with a creative way and make a mic stand so i can save money that is a very poverty mindset that's an orphan mindset because you have the money you can go and buy the mic stand but you wouldn't because you are trying to save money and in other words if i could even say that's called greed that's a very hidden root of greed that's how greed starts so being stingy like, what being stingy being stingy you know we just so we need to i mean like I, and you spend 4 hours in making that mic stand if you spend that 4 hours writing a song you would have been more productive you would have been more creative so i think we are using or we are misusing our creativity to create the wrong things because we are afraid we don't have money so i'm not saying you know you have you always have to have the best lights you always have to have the best sound no what is your best what what can you do according to your best if i have 100 rupees if i have 10 dollars you know what i want to go all out and and most of the people like i personally had to believe if i i i said god if i don't sow into my own project into this mission that you calling me to why will anybody sow so i was a first um i i was a first person to um so into this moment and i said i'm going to empty my bank account and i had to empty my bank account so many times um so i just i just want to encourage people um i just want to encourage people to pursue your passion and give the best that you can and that's that's number 2 and and i could go in so many <laughs> because culture is not built on one or two or three principles it's built on a lifestyle culture is a lifestyle it's not an event yeah. so i could do i could stop right now with what i'm doing with bridge and everything my culture would end with me but to build a culture it's a lifelong decision every day when you walk when you talk when you do something it is part of you it is your doing and your you're walking and breathing in it you know so yeah i think that 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 you just hit on a lot of points over there i mean you know uh, i mean i think you just answered my first three questions in the within the first question so <laughs> i'm actually out of questions <laughs> right now but what you just said you know i mean thinking i mean you know using a creativity you know rather than you know building a mic stand for 4 hours you can use that input it into something else i mean you know being stingy rather than you know be i mean you know you you're trying to make money work for you that's like the wrong way of doing it and you know they take uh, the the problem is like i think most people lack the perspective of seeing things in a creative mindset and i think the moment that you start thinking about in a creative mindset where you know where you can invest 4 hours of your time i mean uh, i mean uh, or like 2 hours of watching netflix into something else into into your passion i think that's what is going to you know over time is going to it's it's going to be like an investment because when you put time into your passion it's going to be an investment which you're going to get get results in the future where you got can use you into something that you're something that he wants you to be but rather than that you instead of putting your 2 hours into your passion you to put 2 hours into netflix or or amazon or do anything else and you're actually losing that 2 hours of your time and where you are actually not using that i mean that's just getting as a waste and then you and then we start i mean the, that's like what the happens with the almost the air uh, most people i see that have this issue where they are so they have they have so much time for other activities except for their passion and then they say like god is not using me i mean you need to give time you know you, you need to invest something into your passion to see god 
God seeing like, okay, he is doing or he or she wants to do something. And I think that's where the whole point lies. I mean, the moment when we take a step of faith or we take a step of doing into something that we want to do, and that's when God sees that, okay, he or she has a passion and he can be a great, he is, he wants to do great things for the kingdom. And other than that, if you stay late, if you're, if you're in a laid back mindset, sitting there, you know, watching Netflix, watching, playing computer games or mobile games all the day along, I don't think God can use you. I mean, unless until you have the heart to make a difference. And I think that's where the whole thing my, uh, lies. You know, the the way that you view things, the you, you know, the, like like you said, you know, the creative mindset. If you actually input that into into us, you know, you, you change the perspective. I think that's going to make a whole lot of difference into people who want to see passion, who wants to see that, uh, who wants to see use you be used by God for their passions. And I think that's that can be possible only if you change from the the mindset of, you know, utilizing, it starts with time because, I mean, if you don't use your time wisely, I think that's where it's going to mess up everything because I think that's like the most important thing that God has given us that the way that you structure your time is actually how you're going to be used because if you if you make time for God, then that's how God God knows that you're taking him seriously. But if you don't, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's I think I, I believe it's going to be a mess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I, I think that's that's the key is, when you say yes, what are you saying yes to? A lot of people say, I, my yes is to Jesus, but you need to know what you're saying yes to, you know? Yeah, what about Jesus are you saying yes to? We all said yes to Jesus when you got born again, but then you have to keep saying yes to him every single day for different things and different things in life. So anyway, that, that's, that's what I think, you know, is building culture. It's... Um, one is relational aspect. It's, it's, it's so important. If you can't do, if you cannot do relationship, then you're just an organization, right? You're just like, oh, hi, you're, bye. You're lifeless. You're a company. You're a company. You know, you're just like, you're master slave kind of an environment. No, we don't want to do that. We want to do a relational church is about relationship uh, and all of that stuff. Yep. So I want to jump into my next question. So and uh, what tips would you recommend to individuals who are actually trying to pursue songwriting and music composing with people who are actually ready to invest into their passion and their talents? Um, one thing that really worked for Bridge, again, is um, we try to do um, community writing, basically co-writing. Uh, it's called co-writing, and that's a game changer because a lot of you can yeah write songs by yourself but that's okay that's great and some of you are really good at it but then I can write songs on my own well well I do but they stay in my phone recorder <laughs> I have like 100 songs right now in in my um in in my in my phone recorder right now uh that I never share with anybody but then there's time songs that you write if you're writing for community write with community Right. If you're writing for the church, then write with the church. Uh, that's the kind of like, so find somebody that you know, um, that you love talking to God about. Find somebody that you love talking to God about and find somebody who you think has good musical abilities, two to three people, and then start writing together and see how amazing the session would be. You might finish a song way earlier than you thought it, should, it, it would take. And uh, that's another key uh, tip, I would say. It's a, it's a great tip for us. And, and then um, if you're writing a song, um, 
there'll be a lot of times, most of the songs you write, they won't make it to the record. Make writing, songwriting and doing music your lifestyle. If, you're, if you call yourself a writer and then don't naturally write all the time, then you're lying to yourself. You're just trying to be something who you're not. Yeah. If I'm a singer, okay, I love singing, right? Every time, every day, every single day, I'm in my bathroom, I'm singing, right? I'm outside, I'm, I'm always thinking music. I'm not necessarily sitting in a room to write music. It's part of me. I'm naturally always thinking and being, being natural at it. So uh, if you call yourself a writer, you know, try to, I, I would just challenge everybody who's um, listening to this. Try to at least write two lines every day. Yep. If you're a musician, try to sit with your instrument at least at least 30 minutes every day. If you're a composer, do something. If not every day, at least three days in a week. But the fact that you think you need a schedule to do something that you love is what throws me off guard. Like, I don't need a schedule to, <laughs> to do what I love. I am so, like, I'm so inspired all the time. I want to write. I want to do something. So, and if you... And, the, and if you feel like, man, I don't know, I, I don't feel like doing it, then get over your feelings. And I think musicians can, can be like that. Oh, I don't feel inspired today. I don't feel creative. I'm telling you, if you are always waiting for feeling creative, you will never get anything done. Because your feelings change all the time. So you got to write from a place of, you know, intentionality and choosing to do something creative. So, yeah. And, and keep writing, keep doing, don't stop. Um, you're not writing it to be on a record. You're writing for yourself. First, to, first write for yourself. And then you can write for other people. Most of the artists that we are, um, we have featured on our songs, they have written something or done something or have been writing. They have diaries and songs after songs that, have, that they've written before they even made it on the stage, but they would, they have never shared with anybody. This, uh, this season, we have this person called Rohan. Um, he wrote so many songs and nobody knows about these songs. Basically they're all in his diary. And those are the people that we're always looking for. You know, if you do faith, if you're faithful at what you do, God will give you more. God will, God will reward you for your faithfulness. You know, in the world, people take the able and try to make them faithful. Oh, he, he plays for A.R. Rahman, so let me have him on the set. They take the able person and they're always trying to make him faithful. It's not going to work that way. In the kingdom, um, you, you take, the, take faithful, the faithful and make them, make make them, them able. So wow. stay faithful. And God will make you able. Wow, that's that's crazy. You know what you just say, you know, being able and being faithful. And I think that that just opens up a lot of stuff, you know, because understand, I mean, faithfulness is like the key to everything in the kingdom of God. I mean, if you're not faithful, mm -hmm. then you know that, that that's like the baseline of everything, faithfulness. And I think that's that opens up a lot of things, you know, for people who are listening to this right now and talented people who are willing to make music to who are willing to write songs. I think that's going to be a great inspiration for them and all these things that you shared. 
And I think that's like, uh, we have come to the end of our session. And, you know, I mean, I had like four questions and when my, but you answered my first question and also the, like the second two questions. So I don't want to keep asking that again and no dragging it off a bit, but still that was, it was great. And, you know, and thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for being here in spite Hopefully, of your man. busy schedules and all, all your tight schedules. And, you know, you, you've made time and I'm really honored for you being here. No problem, Matthew. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. All right. Th thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Sam, for being here. And thank you so much for all of our listeners who are actually on, are listening to this podcast right now. Stay tuned for our next episode. And that was Sam Alex Pasura, all the way from California, founder, director of Bridge Music. And stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Bellwether's podcast. If you loved this episode, do not forget to share and subscribe. Also, we would really appreciate if you could leave a review. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for our next episode.